0: Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding.
1: Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 170 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I am Seth.
1: And I'm Carly.
0: And we're here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more. As well as what's going on in our own lives. Carly, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy almost Christmas, and all the other holidays to you. Uh, what have you been up to this past week, and what are you going to be doing next week? Because I think this will probably be our last broadcast together for this year.
1: Sad. Uh, it's been really fun. I have just been in a work hole you know trying to get I know the feeling. Done. You know it. I'm sure a lot of people are trying to just wrap up those projects. And then I will be going to Disney World and Universal Orlando this weekend. So I'll Yay. be there for the hol- for Christmas. So
0: Christmas at the theme parks. Um, that's yes. awesome.
1: And I will be doing my new way which I've been doing for the last year of just staying at Universal Resorts and then taking a lift when I want to go to Disney World. Uh my AP rate, I told you, I got Endless Summer Dockside, I think. I can't remember which one I booked for $90. That's with AP rate on a holiday weekend. So that's
0: incredible that, yeah, yeah you, you're not going to find that kind of rate on property at Disney. And you no. know what? I, I bet you taking a lift, you'll get to the parks quicker than you would taking a Disney bus from all stars or I, you know, pop century.
1: No, And all-star was like 400. So <laughs> if you want some, elite, wow. Yeah, I was like, wow. No and way. yeah, I, I,
0: I, I like, I like uh, endless summer better. Wow. you Well, that sounds like a fantastic Christmas.
1: Yes. And you're doing something sunny. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm, I, uh, this, you know, this past week I made my last visit to the theme parks, uh, for the year, um, got to stop by Epcot and experience a little of their festival of the holidays, got to see Neil Patrick Harris, uh, yes! do the, uh, do the candlelight processional. So that was definitely a highlight of my, my theme park holiday season. And uh, I am off to Turks and Caicos. Uh, My mom is getting married. Uh, (laughs) She and my stepdad have been together for like a quarter century. So So yay, finally. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, heading off to celebrate their wedding in the sunshine. Um, So definitely, definitely looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to not uh, writing or thinking about theme parks for a week. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. No, that's impossible. No, 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 so no social media, just uh just beaches and tropical drinks. And uh okay. that's that's what I'm looking forward to.
1: <laughs> I I love it. I love
0: it. Well, uh wishing all of you out there uh a very Merry Christmas, uh Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year. Um, and uh like I said, I will see you all in the new year. Um There might be a special bonus episode over Christmas. Uh, We'll have to talk to our producer, uh, our our publisher, Matt, about that. Um, But if nothing else, we will see you back here uh, in the new year for sure. And I think without any further ado, it's time to jump into the news in the queue. (laughs) all right our first piece of news we're heading over to epcot where i was just the other night where ducktales world showcase adventure has finally debuted uh it is part of the play disney free app that you can download and uh for Folks who remember the old uh, Kim Possible or Agent P Mm -hmm. adventures, uh, this should be a hit uh, because this will give you another reason to explore the World Showcase pavilions again.
1: Yes, this is the third incarnation of this thing that they've had for many years, but unfortunately you don't get a little phone that you can borrow from Disney. You have to put it in your own phone. If anyone remembers the Kim Possible days, you bought this little device.
0: It was... very technologically advanced little. I, I don't know if you would even call that thing a smartphone. It no. was, it was,
1: it it was a barely Android
0: sentient phone. phone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this so this is uh, like you said the third incarnation, uh, probably the most technically advanced yet, um, and it takes place at uh, countries around world showcase. Uh, each country is kind of its own adventure. So you, you get to pick from a list which one you want to start with. Uh, choices right now are Mexico, Norway, China, Germany, Japan, France, and the United Kingdom. Um, and each pavilion has three assignments that you'll do and then a finale. Um, so if you play this multiple times, you can get slightly different games each time, even if and you're also- in the same country.
1: If you're playing it three times, you're going to need to bring a backup charger because the Play oh, app it, drains your battery. It, yes, it is.
0: It is absolutely a battery killer. So uh, if you've invested in the fuel rods, yes. uh, <laughs> you're at Disney, you can swap those for free. Uh, be prepared to be doing that. Um, but uh, yes, it will uh, It will tax your phone a little bit, uh, but you're going to get to see uh, animations with with clues. Uh, on your phone featuring Scrooge McDuck, Huey, Dewey, Louie, uh, and Webby, uh, all, every, all your friends from the uh, DuckTales television show. In addition to uh, interacting with your screen, you're also going to interact with uh, buildings and props, um, things that have been added, hidden away, that you probably wouldn't notice if you weren't playing the game, but they come to life Uh there's fireworks inside the Mexico Pavilion or a jade monkey uh, inside outside the temple in China uh, that you can activate by playing the game.
1: Yeah, this sounds kind of fun. I love DuckTales. So maybe I'll being I don't use a fuel rod, but I use a little brick. So maybe I'll have to try that this weekend. I know this is really fun for kids to do, and it kind of makes it a well-rounded family activity. You can get your snacks as you're doing it. And
0: if you're an adult who's drinking your way around the world, this might be more challenging than it is for the kids. So uh, good luck. Yes, good luck. No, uh, I actually... I So um i was there the night before it was officially supposed to debut but uh it was you were still able to unlock it in the app uh the day before if you're you need to be you had to be on property uh within epcot's gps fence uh but i was able to unlock it i was able to see the menus uh unfortunately it only runs during certain hours. Uh, it stopped being available at eight fifteen, and I was about five minutes too late. Uh, so I guess they—they, they, um, you know, once it gets close to uh, the nighttime spectacular, they don't want people stumbling around the pavilions while their people are trying to get a, a view for harmonious. Maybe uh, so. If you want to do this, um, definitely uh, uh, check it out. Uh, in the you know late morning afternoon, wrap it up in the evening by like eight o'clock because uh, at a certain point it becomes unavailable.
1: Interesting. Well, yep. yeah, I guess we'll have to try it. If anyone's tried it, let us know. It yep. fun.
0: You know, it's I'm the only thing that makes me sad is that it took so long. Like this was announced quite a while ago uh, when the Ducktales,
1: <laughs>
0: the, the Ducktales reboot was still actually happening when it was announced and by now the show has been canceled. So, I mean, it's still always going to have fans. I mean, I've never seen the reboot, but I'm still a fan from, from the old days. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would be interested in playing it, Uh, but it's, it's ironic that these things take so long to open that the, the shows have been canceled by the time it gets in the park.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh, if you want to play this, you uh, by the way, you don't need a Magic Band or a Magic Band Plus. It has nothing to do with that, so there's no cost. All you have to do is download that Play Disney app. Uh, better off downloading that at home before you go. Right. Uh, don't try doing it on Disney's Wi-Fi.
1: <laughs> yes. <All right. laughs>
0: So that uh, takes us next over to Disney's Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World, where a new Avatar The Way of Water projection show has premiered on the Tree of Life.
1: Yes, this looks really cool. I saw a lot of people post this on social media. Animal Kingdom was like bumping the last couple days with Avatar 2 coming out. So this is going to begin a little bit after uh, sunset. There's holiday inspired projections too. Uh, This is cool. Did you go see this?
0: Um, I did not see it in person. I did watch some video that we posted um this is uh you know they've been doing these kind of projection mapping displays on the tree of life for for quite a while they i think they first started them way back when avatar or pandora the world of avatar first opened at the parks uh and you know they change them up for different uh, holidays or special events this one looks especially cool i definitely know a lot of people who have been combining a trip to the theater to see the movie with a trip yes. to the park to ride flight of passage. Um, I, I need to go back and ride flight of passage again. Cause, uh, I did go to see the movie on opening day first show. Um, I was, you know, a more of a fan of the first movie than a lot of people. Probably. Uh, I even, uh, <laughs> when I, I believe it or not, when I like built my media room, I, uh, I, I made sure we had a 3d projector largely so that I could watch avatar at home, uh, which I've done multiple times.
1: <laughs> I'm sure. And
0: uh, I liked the new movie, but I did not love it.
1: Um, yeah. That's what I, I've been hearing a lot. It's like, but then some people there are I love, they love, love, loved it. And I'm just like, it's a very interesting balance.
0: I, you know, I, I know a lot of people made fun of the plot of the first movie uh, because it's You know, it's dances with wolves. It's Fern Gully, you know, which is fine because that's a myth and myths get repeated over and over and over again in the same way. Star Wars is a myth. Well, like I felt like in a lot of ways, structurally, this second movie is very much an Empire Strikes Back, like, you know, starts off with a big battle where the heroes lose and then they spend a lot of time running around and hiding or training. And at the end there's a big sacrifice and it's kind of got an ambiguous ending leading into a obvious another sequel. We've seen the story before. You know, I didn't, I don't, I don't go to an avatar movie for the plot. Uh, I go for the visuals and all the underwater stuff, 100% delivered. If the movie was just 90 minutes of underwater footage, I'm I'm there. For, they could just have like, you know, Attenborough narrating it. It could be like a National Geographic thing right. with with space whales and that I would be great with. Um, I had some problems with the pacing. I like I felt the three and a half hours by the end. Oh, and oh no. <laughs> well, I, I mean, when I say three and a half, that's that's when you add in like all of the trailers, like literally my screening was scheduled for 10, 10 a.m. And I was out. At 2 p.m. Oh. It's just it's a long it's a long day.
1: That's a, can we go back to the 90s when movies were 90 minutes? That was yeah, I'm odd,
0: sweet spot. I, I I'm I don't mind settling in uh, for for a good <laughs> cool. you know t- I can do two and a half hours fine, but when you break the three three hour mark, uh, you better make sure that every moment leading up to that was 100 necessary. Right. Um, the My uh, so so my my last thing about the film, I'd say is I think he finally fixed the uncanny valley in terms of character faces and rendering and skin and water the technology of the CGI of all of that was perfect. And I think the motion capture, I totally bought into the characters. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize which character was Kate Winslet until I saw the credits at the end, but wow. I totally bought into her character, even if I cannot remember her character's name.
1: No. <laughs> well,
0: you have what, to, to you then, so. what, what ruined the, what stepped right back into the uncanny valley for me, though, was the high frame rate. Uh, in certain theaters, especially in, in IMAX, it's using a high frame rate where it's double the normal frame rate. And some scenes and some some images are high frame rate, but some are standard frame rate. And my brain just started freaking out. Like, right. all I could see was, is this one high frame rate? Is this not? And that's, I that's never, idea. the only time, the, when it's just underwater and it's all high frame rate underwater, it's beautiful because it's like looking into an aquarium. Um, and I think it's technology that's great for a theme park attraction. When you want to make something look like you're just looking through a window. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in a narrative where you have editing and pulling focus. And uh, it I, it didn't work for me on the Hobbit films. I wanted it to work here. But it was, it was like you'd have a character look like they're a stop motion. Standing against a background from uh, an Xbox video game. And it just. Uh, did, did not I want to see it again without the, the high frame rate That
1: mm-hmm. just takes you out of it especially if it's three exactly
0: hours. that 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 was the thing I just wanted to be immersed in the story and every time that I was just getting immersed in the story or the visuals I was pulled out of it by the technology uh Perfect. so uh but I'm sure I will see it again um I I have no doubt um and uh hopefully uh, you know they've already got uh in the, um, the, all along in the flight of passage ride, they've always had these uh, space whales that are very prominently featured. Ooh,
1: so uh, we did didn't you know all along
0: that the ride was a preview of the second film. Right. Uh, if you are uh, even more into Pandora than I am, obviously, <laughs> we've got all sorts of stuff on our website. Uh, uh, we did a review of uh kellogg's pandora frosted flakes cereal uh with a sweet blueberry flavor
1: um,
0: <laughs> we've also got uh we've got some pictures of limited offerings happening in some of the parks including tokyo disney seas we've got an interview with uh paul fromer who created the navi language uh he did not create the pandora font though yeah. um, <laughs> um that was Papyrus. And there is currently no specific end date to the projection show. Uh, so, you know, like if it's anything like Titanic or the first Avatar, the film will continue to run in theaters for quite a while. And uh, and I'm sure Disney will keep, uh, keep this running for uh, a little bit as long as uh, it is still popular.
1: Oh, yeah. I love the idea of doing going to the movies, then going to the park and really just doing like a whole immersive day. If that's, if you're into yeah. it, it would be really Yeah, fun. I
0: recommend if, if you're going to do that, you might want to buy yourself a lightning lane because by the time... Either that or you're going to have to do Star. like, you know, a rope drop of uh, right. of Flight of Passage um, because it might be possible on, on peak days to watch the entire three-plus-hour film while waiting in line for <laughs> Flight <laughs> of Passage and maybe still have some time left over. Uh, Very possible. Yeah. I, I don't want to test that, but you'll be there for Christmas, so you can test that.
1: Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs>
0: um, all right. Well, we are going to move on next over to Hollywood Studios. Where the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue is still coming to Toy Story Land, but we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Uh, the restaurant that was originally supposed to open in 2022 will now not be opening until spring of 2023.
1: Yeah, this is another project that feels like a very, very, very long time coming. I hopefully it'll be worth it because it does sound really cool. It'll be nice to have another table service option because we know that Hollywood Studios needs that.
0: Hollywood Studios, uh, trying to get table service at Hollywood Studios, you know, between Sci-Fi and uh, the '50s Diner, they're always booked up. Um, and, and Hollywood Brown Derby is a little out of a lot of people's price range. You know, it's not not very kid friendly. So this uh, this is very much needed. Um, and for those of you who always wanted to dine surrounded by lots and lots of cardboard cutouts uh, with with stickers and crayon, um, which is exactly the kind of in-depth detail, dimensional theming that we all go to Disney for.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> slash, S- slash S. Sorry, I, have,
1: I have hopes for this because we have seen how they have done barbecue recently. Yes. Eagle And that is amazing with so much care, sauces. It's authentic. Yes. So- yes I,
0: I have some hopes for the food um, and it's going to be served family style. So you're going to be getting big platters of uh, smoked meats, a roundup of sides and miniature sweet surprises. So that almost makes me think that you're not going to be ordering à la carte. That it might be more like a like a Liberty Tree Tavern type yes. situation where you're like, you know, getting a, a a big platter to share for the table.
1: No, I, um, I'm I'm down for this. I love those kind of options. And uh, I have to mention, many years ago, there was a Disney Cafe at harrods in london did you ever go there uh
0: i have not been to harrods okay. in london um
1: it looked just like this i have to, find oh, okay. to show you it, it's like bizarre how much it interesting well maybe like they
0: salvaged that. some parts yeah
1: no i you know, yeah. I,
0: I, you know I, I i i joke about the the dimensional there is some actual physical props there's a right. cute uh train set um, the oversized, uh, barrel of monkeys, those guys always have to be around, um, you know, but it, it is a lot of, uh, you know, flat, uh, decorations on the walls.
1: Um, it looks you know, like I, the mania queue, you know, Yeah, it,
0: it absolutely looks, it absolutely looks like you're dining inside a queue for me. Um, if we're talking about, uh, you know, restaurants that shrink you down, uh, I, I will. I will still always uh, stand for the uh, Ratatouille restaurant mm-hmm. over in Paris. Oh yeah. Uh, that's where you get to sit on the little wine bottle corks, and uh, everything is giant dimensional props. That's 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 the best. Uh, I guess that was too much to expect from here, Probably. but hopefully, at least the barbecue will be good. We will all find out um, sometime sure. in the spring. Uh, spring happens. spring is flexible spring yeah. spring is three three months maybe in disney's term spring can go four months
1: it, it could and uh, then, then again with phantasmic being back they need more dining ab- options. You absolutely know? they're, yes, yeah. day, they're so.
0: keeping people in the parks until closing then they need uh, definitely more dining options so i'm looking forward to trying it out Same. Uh, <laughs> brian had the million dollar question <laughs> will it open before tron <laughs>
1: Maybe, the gates
0: of hell happened. may open before tron at this rate. <sighs> Oi. <Oy. laughs> okay, let's head out of Disney's parks over to Six Flags Fiesta Texas where they have around, announced a new racing coaster uh, as well as an expansion to their water park uh, and other goodies coming in 2023. Uh, this is going to be the world's first single rail family racing coaster uh and it's kind of an interesting looking spaghetti bowl of track.
1: Yes, I love that they call it this. This is literally what they call it because it looks like a mess of spaghetti. Um I went on my first single rail coaster this year at California's Great America. Uh which one I, was that? Um god, I can't remember what it's called, but it's just you um it was it was really cool. So I saw this and I was like, oh god, now I want to go here. <laughs> They're really doing a lot. <laughs>
0: So this one is from Skyline, and I've seen hmm. models similar to this uh, on display at IAPA, but I haven't gotten a chance uh, to ride it myself. Uh, this one's kind of unique because it's two tracks that uh, drive around each other. Um, and it's different from um, uh, typical roller coasters in that uh, there's no welds in the track. There's no <laughs> ties or anything. It's just a sig- like a, a continuous ribbon of steel. Uh, and... There's uh, there's no chain. It just uh, moves you along with a tire. So it's got kind of a low profile. It's very compact, um, but uh, you know the, those uh, single rails really let you make really tight turns. Mm-hmm. Um, so it should be pretty snappy. Um,
1: I like that you said a ribbon of steel because that's mm-hmm. a really good way to you know describe it. It literally looks like a bowl of spaghetti, a ribbon that just kind of seamlessly goes about
0: yep um they are also expanding their water park uh with a number of new slides um they they haven't released all the details uh but there's going to be a kids area with 11 new slides and raft rides um one of the new additions is going to be a kid version of uh some of their big grown-up slides uh some of the the Tornado Wave, the Tornado 12, and the Pro Racer. They're going to have scaled-down versions uh, that kids are able to ride.
1: No, I, I love that they're doing that. It kind of reminds me a lot of, like, Legoland in Florida, how their mm-hmm. coasters are just, like, little compact scaled versions. It's a good little entryway to dip your kids' toes in the pool of possibility of theme park attractions.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, some of the other additions around the park are a new roller coaster coffee bar, uh, an esports gaming center and a Coca-Cola VIP lounge for uh, diamond pass holders uh, and others who want to pay a fee uh, to have a place to chill out. Um, and they're also doing some refurbishments, including getting uh, new trains already for wonder woman, golden lasso coaster. Hopefully that will make that operate a little more consistently. And they're adding a third train for their iron rattler. Um, so, Hopefully, it will make some of their classic rides uh, a little more reliable and give them a little more throughput.
1: Oh, Absolutely. And if you can handle the hot Texas summers,
0: <laughs> you know,
1: you might want to hit the water park in the afternoons or cool down. But they open next season, April 29th.
0: Yes. Uh, the theme parks open year-round, but uh, yeah, April 29th through 7- September 4th uh, for that water park. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and if you want more information, go to sixflags.com/slash fiesta texas. All right, uh, we're gonna head over to the west coast, uh, where the Walt Disney Company is not the only big media company celebrating yeah. a centena- centenary centenary. Oh boy, that's a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I said c- celebrating their hundredth anniversary. <laughs> um, Yes, Warner Brothers also celebrates their 100th anniversary in 2023, and they are commemorating it with a company-wide campaign called Celebrating Every Story, uh, kicking off soon with a new documentary, uh, lots of media releases, and other experiences.
1: Yes, this makes me, I want to go back and do the tour since they updated it. So I think maybe now is a good time to go check that out. I know a lot of people have been loving it and giving good feedback to it.
0: Yeah. Um, so start out, get yourself excited. Uh, there, uh, Warner Brothers has uh, released this little five-minute video clip uh, nor- narrated by Morgan Freeman, God himself. Um, highlighting some of uh, Warner Brothers' uh, most beloved productions uh, over the last hundred years, and if this seems eerily familiar, uh, Universal did this for their hundredth anniversary. Uh, Mike Iello directed the the show uh, for Universal's Lagoon uh, with Morgan Freeman basically doing the same shtick back in twenty twelve.
1: Right, I mean, um, it's his <laughs> thing.
0: <laughs> who else are you going to get? Come on, there's no one there's no one better than Morgan. Um, right if you want to celebrate, yes, if you want to celebrate from your couch at home, uh, apparently it's a three part documentary on HBO max, assuming HBO max still exists, uh, by the time we get to 2023. Um, and, and, uh, they're also going to have, um, uh, extra, which is, uh, interviews and archives from behind the scenes, um, Turner Classic Movies is going to be showing uh, more iconic Warner Brothers films. And if you are still collecting uh, Blu-ray and DVD releases, uh, they are releasing a hundred film collection. Uh, also four 25 film collections and a whole lot of best of sets. Uh, so you can definitely fill up a shelf with Warner Brothers uh, wow. history.
1: And you could just hibernate all next year and just That's watch cool. all of this. <laughs>
0: Um, So if you want to celebrate Warner Brothers 100th anniversary in person uh, There are going to be lots of opportunities Uh, There is a Candlelight concert series That is making 100 stops around the world uh, With a special Warner Brothers themed show Uh, You can find more about that at CandlelightExperience.com The Academy Motion Pictures the uh, Academy Museum of Motion Pictures in Los Angeles and the Smithsonian uh, National Museum of American History are both doing screenings. Uh, and what I recommend is check out the Warner Brothers Studio Tour in Hollywood, uh, which is going to be adding a special exhibit on the company's history for 2023.
1: Oh, I'm excited hey. about that. They They haven't released a ton of details on it, but I'm expecting some cool maybe props. Costumes, something. I mean, because their portfolio is expansive, as we all yeah. know.
0: Yeah. Uh, B- Brian's uh, advice in the comments is uh, he just did the Warner Brothers tour last year in October and says it's so good, but there's no butter beer. Yeah, no. that's that's <laughs> one. Uh, they've got uh, Universal Hollywood just up the street, so can't can't sell know, some right? butter beer. You're yeah. gonna have to go to the Warner Brothers tour in London uh, if you want butter beer. Um, But if you want more information uh, about this whole celebration kicking off soon, go to WB100.com. And before we get into our final bit of news, the main attraction, it is now time for us to hear a word from our sponsor. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at MEI Travel.com.
1: It's time for the main attraction!
0: okay for our main attraction we finally have an opening date for super nintendo world at universal studios hollywood get ready for february 17th 2023 because that's the day that the warp pipe officially opens and you will get to ride the mario kart ride here in the united states
1: i'm so excited uh you know, I've spent a lot of time there, and it's so fun to go down the crazy escalator and just like watch the progress. And it has been so rapid. I mean, I'm really impressed. Like this has come. I know that we knew this was around the time, but it's mm-hmm. just crazy that they built a whole land. And again, it's not massive. It's not as big as the original location, but this is really exciting for one of my favorite theme parks.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, they'd just gone vertical the last time I was out there, and it's been so exciting watching it go up from afar. Uh, and uh, February seventeenth um, is the uh, de- the day that it will uh, officially open. Uh, it is going to open up uh, featuring the Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge ride, which is a uh, it's a slow moving dark ride, but it simulates speed uh, by using augmented reality glasses that uh, project three D computer images uh, in front of you that you can shoot at. Um, the- kind of recreate the Mario Kart games in a family-friendly form. Um, there's also going to be a Toadstool Cafe. Uh, there is shopping at 1UP Factory Retail Store. There's all sorts of interactive games that you can play using a power-up band. Uh, but there is not going to be a Donkey Kong roller coaster like we're going to have in Orlando. And there's not going to be a Yoshi Dark Ride uh, like they have in, in Japan.
1: Right. I mean, this is solely just a room thing. There is no space. If you've done the studio. It's very recently,
0: cramped. Yeah,
1: you, see, you literally have like a really good front eye view of the construction. Because it goes literally right behind mm-hmm. it. They don't have the room. So, you know what? I'm going to take what I can get here. Because this is this mm-hmm. will be excellent. Uh, they've already been previewing the merch for like a year. Yeah, It looks amazing. So, I'm expecting even more great stuff. They already set up a pop-up food kiosk to start wrestling, and I am impressed because we have a lot to live up to with what we have seen over in Japan because their food is amazing, and... It's
0: funny that you mentioned that because our our sister story, uh, they, uh, you know, in Japan, they have had the most kawaii food for uh, Super Nintendo World. Everything is super photogenic and also sounds like it tastes pretty good, too, uh, which is unusual. Oftentimes here in the States, we get stuff that's made for Instagram and not eating. Right. Um, but. We are getting our first preview of what kind of food we're going to get in Hollywood, uh, and it looks pretty delicious. Um, A pop-up, like you said, snack stand uh, has opened up in the lower lot at Universal Studios Hollywood. And the signature item that they're serving is fruity cream soda available in three flavors. There's Princess Peach's Peach, Mario's Strawberry, and Luigi's Green Apple. uh, And they all include vanilla ice cream. Popping boba balls, cherries, uh, and these adorable straws with uh, character toppers
1: on them. Yes, no, I, I love it. This is like, pro- this is giving me that promise that I expected. I think they're going to do- nail it with, you know, mm-hmm. everything. And then also these uh, superstar popcorn buckets. Oh, yes.
0: So we are buckets. seeing the invasion of the popcorn bucket. You know, for years, popcorn buckets were kind of the domain of Disney. You know, <clears throat> they were the ones who got people to line up for figment buckets uh well i think people are going to be going crazy for uh the mario uh drink cups and popcorn buckets sippers um they uh they run they start at 20 bucks and the big superstar uh popcorn buckets are 40 bucks uh i think i think people are going to be collecting these for sure
1: Oh, absolutely. And I'm not really a popcorn (coughs) person, but I use them as purses sometimes in the park. So it's another good option to um, use the popcorn bucket uh, and then continuing on. So we mentioned the opening official date, but there is, of course, going to be a ton of previews, most importantly for annual pass holders.
0: Yes. Here's my dilemma. So they are having annual pass holder previews uh, starting January 29th, 30th and 31st. And then again, in February on the 3rd, 4th, 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th. But you've got to have a pass and make a reservation in advance if you want to participate. And those are going to open up on January 5th at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. First come, first served. You know those are going to go quick. Do yeah. I buy an annual pass just in hopes of getting in on a pass holder preview?
1: So I have an annual pass, and I'm in the USH Facebook group, and uh, a few people have said that if you plan on purchasing it, you have to physically
0: activate it,
1: it and activate uh, it in order to uh, sign up for this preview. So just a, you know, a word out there. I've seen a lot of people saying, "Oh, I'm going to buy a pass to get in this." Just make sure that you physically activate it before January fifth.
0: Well. Because- I- I might have to just hope for a uh, media invite for the 17th or, you know, there's so much stuff we've got um, in in California. We've got uh, end of January, we've got runaway railway and all the spectaculars at Disneyland. We've got this happening on February 17th. We've got uh, March 8th, the uh, reopening of Toontown. Right. So it looks like, you know, the last two weeks of February, first week of March is going to be a crazy time. Yes. Uh, I think I'm going to have to take a trip mm-hmm. out there, but, and it's going to be overwhelming, I think.
1: Oh, and Boysenberry Festival, I believe. Oh my gosh. And like Boysenberry March, Festival. First week, second kind, I
0: almost kind of want to push all this back as late as I can, go maybe late March and wait for it all to be open for a couple weeks or, so <laughs> or my, months or years. Uh,
1: my thought process on this is. Um, ush hasn't always been the most technological advance so like we literally just got our passes our annual passes being able to link to the app so sure. i am sure. hesitant with there's so much technology this is like big mm-hmm. for them this is a big leap so i, I'm I had- do
0: know that the mario ride they've they've had that up and running and testing for quite a while so i think the mario ride they're going to try to beat all the bugs out of that right. um what I'm more concerned about is crowd flow in and out. You know, there's just this one narrow warp pipe being used as an entry. And it's really
1: a 360 circle once you're in there, you
0: know, now it's, it's interesting. It's, it looks very small, but if you overlay it using like Google maps, it's about the same amount of walkable space as Avengers campus over in California adventure. Hmm. Um, but you know, uh, They have said that they're going to use a a reservation system. Now, it's not going to be an advanced reservation system. It's going to be a same day reservation system, kind of like a timed return ticket, similar to what they used uh, very briefly at Harry Potter. Uh, So basically, once the land fills up right after rope drop, which I'm sure is going to happen pretty quickly, uh, they are going to close off the entry and they are going to activate uh kiosks down on the lower lot as well as a feature in the app and so you're going to be able to go in uh kind of like the virtual line system Mm -hmm. that they've used for rides uh and get a, a return time to come back and then once you get the return time and get into the land then you will have a standby wait for um mario kart but It looks like if you have Universal Express, you will not have to use the reservation system. Looks like people with Universal Express will get instant access to the land. So that will definitely make Universal Express a lot more valuable there.
1: Oh, yeah. So I'm curious if they're going to, which probably increase the annual pass prices. They haven't yet, but the top tier does include Express. So I am super curious how that's going to work out because the passes now are like the cheapest pass that I own. It's amazing. I don't know if that's going to be the case for next year. Yeah. You want to purchase it, even if you don't activate it.
0: Oh, that's, that is true. That is true. Uh, Yeah. I could always hold on to it. Um, Well, we will see. Uh, uh, A lot of this is still uh, up in the air. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, you know, hearing some conflicting things about some stuff, but uh, it is all coming it's all coming very soon and it's exciting. Um, and it's definitely making me uh, even more excited for Epic Universe because uh, when that opens, it will be the ultimate version of Super Mario uh, Land. Uh, we've posted lots of videos uh, on our YouTube channel uh, covering everything from the rides to those power up bands uh, that you'll be able to use. Um, they have said that the power up bands are not mandatory, they're ways to participate. Uh, with some of the interactive things without them, but you won't be able to track your score. And most importantly, you won't be able to join the Bowser Jr. Uh, there's a special climactic game that takes place in a special area. You'll yeah. only be able to use that if you have purchased a uh, magic band and have uh, scored certain points with it.
1: Right. And I think you can also do like a group challenge if you guys all have mm-hmm. power up bands so you guys can kind of battle each other, you know, like a, like yeah. a video game. Uh, yeah, you want to do the key challenge, you're going to have to get that. I mean, this is like a no-brainer for me. I definitely want to try it. Oh,
0: yeah. Yep, for sure. I, I'm sure I will be making much more use of it than I do my Magic Band Plus. Every time I go to Disney now, I have to remind myself to take the Magic Band Plus. I
1: I still haven't taken mine out of the box. So, so yeah. I, I did
0: like, uh, I noticed for the first time that when, uh, if you're wearing it and you exit the Ratatouille ride, it glows uh, as you're in the exit corridor, it turns the colors of the uh france france's flag oh. turns red white and blue and i'll poses. probably forget. I, I liked that i like that well um we've got tons more uh on our youtube um
1: yeah there's you want... a lot I announced so much last week yeah. like so many details so you're gonna want but to check that
0: out. if you want to be there for the grand opening um you know i'm sure uh hotels around uh Hollywood, Universal Hollywood are booking up already. Um, So February 17th, mark your calendar. Um, Or maybe like me, plan for a little later. A little later in March, maybe. It's not a bad thing. All right. Um, Well, that just about brings us to the end of yet another show. Uh, Before we go, we want to thank our sponsors, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel once again. I want to remind everyone, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating on Spotify. Carly, where can everyone find you on the interwebs?
1: Yes, I am on Instagram at Adventures by Carly and on Twitter at Carly Karamana. Uh,
0: And you can find me at the UG Series on Twitter, at The Unofficial Guides on Instagram and at theunofficialguides.com where you can pick up. The 2023 editions of my books, just in time for Christmas presents. <laughs> Yay, great idea. Um, and most importantly, you can find everyone from the attractions crew here for you on Christmas, on Hanukkah, on New Year's, 365 days a year, at attractionsmagazine.com, at attractions on Twitter, at attractions magazine on Instagram, at youtube.com slash attractions magazine, and at attractions on TikTok. And until next week or until next year, uh, I hope that you folks stay safe, try something new, and most importantly, have fun. And we will see you again very soon. Happy Merry all- Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone. Be well. Bye.